Hi, and welcome to the Connect Her podcast with Lee Cummins. I'm the founder of Connect Her Women's Business Network and also the Connect Her Club. I'm going to be sharing some information as well as thoughts, tools, and tips for the motivated entrepreneur. You'll also enjoy the Connected Conversations. This is where I interview thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners as they share their journey with you. I want to thank you for being part of the Connect Her community. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to this episode where we are exploring staying ahead of the competition. So we've just talked about, you know, using unconventional marketing strategies. I highly recommend going back to basics, back to when you probably first started your business or when I certainly first started mine. Uh, The internet and Facebook and Twitter and all those sort of things were not really in the big realm of things. So I had to think outside the square. As uh, I mentioned earlier, if you would like a copy of my free gift, which is not only um, these are video training, but we also have a bonus download of how to attract your clients and your tribe without social media. So it's uh, it's using alternative ways to get your business out there. You can get that absolutely free. Just head over to claritycoaching.com.au and check out the free gift tab. That will certainly help you, I am sure. So my final piece of advice is about becoming the expert. Don't we all respect an expert? We all respect the opinions and the insights of someone who really knows their subject inside and out. Now, if you were listening to episode 117, I had Amanda O'Keefe on and she was talking about life purpose and and she does uh, BG5, career and business consultant. She really knew her stuff. She was passionate about it. She talked about it and guess what? She knew her subject inside and out. She spent a lot of time training but she knows her product. So people are going to be really respectful and will respect the opinions and the insights that she has because of the fact that she knows her subject inside and out. So what you need to do is think about your product or your service and become the expert in there. And look, it will take some time. It will take time for you to research. If you're a multi-level marketing business, your company will quite often send you product information and a lot of detail, which is fantastic. But if you're a service provider, you may have to go out and do some research. But the most important thing is to know all the ins and outs of your products and your service. And then what you can do is emphasize that in your marketing campaign. Now, one of the things that I've just started doing um, on Instagram and also Facebook is I've been taking some really key points from our guests on our connected conversations within our podcast and putting those out as quotes because they are the experts and they've got some really valuable information. So the 
you know, true knowledge is something that can't be replicated uh, because you deliver it in your own way. You deliver it as your own expert. And consumers of your products and your services, they'll know who the expert is. You can see through the smoke and mirrors of those that are just, you know, blundering their way through where if you really have an expert in front of you, you can hear you can hear their passion, you can hear their knowledge, and they will really be able to connect with the expert in you. So you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, that is important too. So you can actually emphasize your expertise in one area, but don't forget that you may have an expertise in multiple areas. So for example, with myself, I I'm the founder of Connect Her uh, Women's Network, but I also have um, a business coaching background. And along with that, a whole lot of uh, qualifications that I have been trained in. So when we put together things like our topic of the month, when we're putting through the putting together the podcast, all those sort of things, I'm also pulling in my expertise from my my other business and my life and what I do and that is important as well because you are really cementing yourself as an expert and as a knowledgeable person because people will trust in the people that are knowledgeable as well and remember that people often expect to pay more for expert advice so if you are just you know bumbling along from one to the other or you're not or not necessarily sharing your expertise, knowledge, and showing that you're the expert, people will expect to pay a little less. But you might actually, if you're really nailing it as presenting yourself as the expert, you might actually want to raise your price a little bit. One of the very important things uh, is to also get testimonials testimonials from your clients and customers are absolutely vital in your business. I personally love video testimonials because they can see that the person is the real person that has, you know, given the testimonial. What you can do is you can take snippets of that testimonial. So just uh, transcribe the testimonial and take a snippet of that and you can create that into a testimonial quote as well. Another option that you can think about is also getting another expert to endorse you in your area of expertise because the more you can show that you're the expert, it is going to help you stay ahead of the competition. Now, they're going to have their own experts as well, don't get me wrong, but if you can uh, be somebody that is regularly on a podcast, uh, different podcast episodes, if um, your guests are on YouTube, you're getting interviewed by people, you are being seen as the expert, that is a way of really being able to project yourself as the expert over and above your competition. If you're selling a product and uh, there's not a lot of opportunity for you to get on and talk on podcasts about your product, then consider doing infomercials. Remember the infomercials that we used to get and they would share about how to use a product and then right at the end, but don't worry, there's, you know, steak knives as well. There's more. 
those sort of infomercials where you can share uh, about how to use a product or why to use a product. Uh, there's a lady who does posty fashions over here in Melbourne and she does some great videos on uh, Instagram where she'll show you how to mix and match a different outfit or use two or three items to make five or six outfits. That's an infomercial. That is showing you that she knows her stuff and she is an expert in what she does. So it's I haven't seen any of the other consultants doing that, not that I go out and look for them, I don't, but she's really cementing herself as, you know, a fashionista. She knows how to mix and match her product. She knows her product. She's an expert in how to do it. So she's standing out in a competitive competitive environment. There's also um, another consultant that I follow who is an Arbon consultant and she uh, holds uh, like a breakfast morning and she shares how to make a, a healthy breakfast but also incorporating some of the Arbon products as well. So she's not actively selling the Arbon product but she is sharing her expertise in it. There's also another Arbon which I also follow, and uh, she focuses a lot on um, skincare. And so she will explain how to do, you know, put a, a mask on correctly, or um, you know, how to pe put a peel on, or or whatever. So um, she again is showing her expertise and her knowledge, and that is such an important focus on what is actually happening within her business. So I'm, I'm just going to sure go. I understand. Oh, Siri didn't understand what I was saying. So there you go. Um, so I'm just going to go through those three points just very quickly again. One is start looking at implementing some marketing strategies that might not be as conventional as uh, you, you are used to. Have a look at what your competitors are doing and do something completely different. The second thing is have a look at different niches. Have a look if there's a, a hidden market within uh, your area that you can do a nice dig deep into. We looked at things like employees, stay-at-home mums and retirees. They're sort of some of the niches that you can look at. Where do they hang out? And finally, we talked about becoming the expert and uh and being the person, the go-to person that knows all about that particular product or service. I hope those points have really helped you to think about how to, it's not just even staying ahead of the competitor, it's about also being an innovator. And I think looking at these three areas are really going to help you innovate to grow your business. And I forgot one of the key points, and that is network, network, network. Whatever you do, make sure you network because you will find out from other people what your competitors are doing. You might run into your competitors and you are getting your name out there. So that's number four. That's a little bonus one. Network, network, network. Until next time, please stay connected and happy networking. Hey. 
Hey, I'm so happy to let you know that the Connector community has expanded. Connector is proud to present the Connector Club, a club designed just for you and your business. We know it's tough running a business. We totally get that. And the Connector Club is a space filled with inspiration, education and resources to support you in your business. In fact, we've put together business tools, templates, worksheets, as well as an online four-week self-paced business basics course. There's much more there to assist you in building and maintaining your wonderful business as well as keeping you inspired. Check out some of our free resources and why not consider becoming a member. Visit connecther.club. That's right, super easy, www.connecther.club. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Connect Her podcast. Thank you for having me be part of your day in your ears somewhere, wherever you happen to be. I'm here in Melbourne. It is a gorgeous day today as I'm recording and having an absolute view of some beautiful sunshine, which is always fantastic. Today we're going to be talking about something that we should be looking at, but we sometimes look at too much. However, it is important to stay ahead. And I'm talking about staying ahead of our competition. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Because if you don't know what your competition's doing, if you're not sure what they're up to, you will find it hard to stay ahead of the game. And I'm going to give you a great example because I was involved with the pharmacy industry for close to 30 years, probably a little bit over. And one of the things that we found here in Australia was that we had a lot of businesses that were independent pharmacies. So they weren't branded to anything. They were just independent business owners. And then what started to happen was the brands started to come in. So people started branding like you do with McDonald's and like you do with KFC um, and large corporates uh, like Kmart, Target, Costco, etc. So you had all these individual small groups or small business owners. Some of them had formed little groups within, within, but there was never really any branding. There was never any strong messaging that was coming out. And so there was a little bit of, gee, what's going on here? What should I do? And there wasn't a lot of action taken. And what happened was the brands started to consume the small business owners. They started to get gobbled up. And then you got major warehouse-type organisations that came through and they gobbled up even more of the market. And so you end up losing a lot of, you know, what you really hold dear because people don't act quickly on what the competition's doing. And let's face it, competition is here to stay. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what sort of uh, corporate level you're in. There is always going to be someone waiting in the wings to woo your customers, to look at ways of being able to develop their business further and be able to take away 
from you and your realm of influence there's always going to be that happen that is part of what competition is that that's part of retailing that's part of business it doesn't matter as i said how big or small you are in business or how branded you are there is always going to be that person or that organization or that brand or that group waiting in the wings and yes you're always going to have to be on the lookout for new ways to basically outdo your competitor or your competition before they outdo you. And there's a few things that you can do which will help to minimise the impact that they have on your business. It is really about keeping your ear to the ground, keeping an eye out on what is happening within your industry, within your marketplace. And I also really recommend that you look outside of your industry, look outside of your marketplace, because sometimes, like when I was involved in the pharmacy industry, that's all I really ever focused on was the pharmacy industry. I was so ensconced in it, where if I had looked further out into different industries, there may have been an opportunity for me to pick up some more tips and some more tools, some more strategies that were out there. Because let's face it, not only has pharmacy changed over the last 30 years, things like news agents have changed, um, lotto agents, uh, fast food outlets. There's there's so many things that have changed and if we can look to other industries to see what mistakes they've made, uh, what in what inroads they've made, what things that they have done to counteract what's happening in their industry, it can also help us with our business or the industry that we happen to be in. So one of the things that I think is really important is standing out from the crowd. And sometimes it is really hard to do with so many businesses that mimic the marketing campaigns of their competitors or they mimic what is uh, being done by their competitors because it's successful. And yes, we all want to be successful and we all want to see others using a method of being prosperous and getting other people to jump on their bandwagon to be part of their their organization because I do believe that there's enough for everybody we live in a world of abundance but we don't want to uh, drop the the reins on our business and let it sort of go off track we want to make sure that we are ahead of the game so rather than joining the pack and doing what everyone else does why don't we start looking at ways to do things differently in our business so if we start to look at ways to advertise if you look at internet marketing these days everybody's internet marketing however things that are not high impact but are old-fashioned are things like printed postcards where you can direct mail people or uh, you know um brochures that you put in the letterboxes, particularly if you've got a location or geographic location sort of business. So it's about zigging when others zag. 
if everybody did Instagram and everybody did uh, Facebook ads and everybody did, you know, Google ads, you're just in the mishmash and you're in that noise that that your whole organization's um, competitors are in as well. So if you can look for ways to be able to stand out from the crowd and actually do some marketing that is a little bit unconventional. And what I suggest is looking back on some of the, what we would call old-fashioned ways, the old-fashioned ways of marketing. Now, one of the key marketing tools that I use and I get a high success rate is using SMS. Now, it's been around for a long time. People and companies um, drop off and you know come back on with SMS. You've also got to be careful because there is a little bit of, um, particularly over here in Australia at the moment, we've got a lot of um, spam SMSs and fraudulent SMSs. But I actually find things like following up with people to go to events, um, just letting people know that there's a, a new thing happening uh, using SMS is a really good way of being able to connect very quickly. So you want to make sure that when you are using any of the tools that you decide, whether it be you know printed postcards, um, letters, sending out letters to your community, uh, a written letter, uh, would be another one, or SMS, make sure that you do have it so that it is directed to your website. You also want to have on your website a pop-up where you can collect emails and, and database information. And what you also want to do is have a look at what your competitors are doing. Go back and have a look at uh, old-fashioned sort of things and see what no one else is doing and then do it. Now, if you would like, you can actually head over to uh, my coaching website, which is um, different to my Connect Her website. And I'm going to put the link in um, the show notes. It says find out more about Lee. Just click on that link and that'll take you. There's actually a free gift on that website. It um, is a training on 40 steps to business success and attracting your tribe but also there is uh, finding alternative ways to get your business out there using some really low and no cost tools and you'll get that download when you go to that website so you'll be able to um, have a look at some of the what I class as old-fashioned tools to be able to attract your tribe and attract your 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 clients and your customers that you're looking for. Number two or the second thing that I would really consider, and I've talked about this before on other podcasts, is discovering hidden markets. There are a lot of hidden markets that we don't realize that we could tap into. Your competitors might also be missing out on something. So have a dig around until you discover what it is. Um, and you can actually corner that niche. So if you're looking for women in uh, women that are in their 40s or 50s, it may be that, uh, you know, a Kiwanis club is somewhere to go or, um, you know, there's, there's lots of different, think outside the square. 
Uh, if you are looking for people that um, have a specific niche, a specific thing that they really like. So uh, another one might be you might deal with um, pain. Like I, I use a product um I actually use it on my hand because I had a hand operation, but it's really good for pain, um, I've found. And so say I was looking for a target market, the local bowling club, even though it's not the type of people that I would normally talk to, is a hidden market for me. And it could be my little secret gold mine. And this is where you can start revising some of the sales copy that you maybe have on your brochures or the way you present yourself on your website so that you can actually hone in on that particular niche market. So on your website, you may actually have a tab which is specifically for um, aching bowlers as an example. But once you've discovered this, you really want to dig into that secret little gold mine because this is where you are going to get to that specific market that you've uncovered. You've been going to be able to market to them and it is something that is outside of the norm. So again, it depends what your business is, what type of consumer you're looking for, what type of product you're selling, what type of service. But really think about where your audience hang out, where your buyers hang out. You know, something as simple as putting flyers up in your local library might be something that is worthwhile considering. Now, if you are somebody like a multi-level marketing representative, you might want to consider looking at different niches. Now, the product I just mentioned, it is a multi-level marketing product. I don't actually um, promote it for that. I use the product. And so I tend to um, I tend to just uh, share it as I'm talking, you know, as people ask me, uh, different questions or you know somebody says something I might share it so I really do sort of more lifestyle sharing I suppose of that product but um, it, it's not my main focus at all it's only because I actually use and love that product but say you're a multi-level marketing representative you've got different angles that you can look at for um, promoting and staying ahead of your competitors. Because let's face it, we all know a representative of many multi-level multi marketing companies. And we may even know multiple representatives of the multi-level marketing companies. So my suggestion would be to have a look at some niches that you can really delve into. So you might particularly uh, look at employees of a particular area that um, you can talk to them about, you know, having a side hustle. I don't actually agree with saying, you know, you can replace your full-time income with this because I think these days that although a lot of people dream of being their own boss, it's not really, it's going to be suited for them. They may have never experienced it and it could be detrimental to them. 
So my suggestion would be is have you ever thought about an alternative income stream so that you have multiple income streams? Now, let's face it, 2020 and 2021 has really highlighted this for everybody that multiple income streams is one of the most important things that we can start looking at these days. So they can then uh, have a multiple income streams. They can live the dream. They can make some money on the side, which will help them to, you know, buy a boat, buy a caravan, go off traveling, or it might be that they just want to pay their mortgage off quicker. We don't know what they want to do, but I I really hesitate in, especially if you're talking to people that are employees, to give them the dream that you can replace your full-time income. When you look at it, the percentage of people that do that is is rare. And uh, I think talking about having a second income stream is way, way more important. Another niche area is your stay-at-home mum. Now, stay-at-home mums, uh, quite often, they're sacrificing their finances by staying at home because they can't work, because they're looking after children. It also means that they are sacrificing things like their superannuation for when they are you know, wanting to retire, which you don't sort of think about that when you're young and having children. But they may actually jump at the chance to be able to not only stay at home and raise their children, make a little bit of extra money that is being able to be put into the family coffers or it may be so that they can, you know, buy that extra dress or buy some new things for the kids or think long-term and put their money in their superannuation. Who knows? Which brings me to retirees. Now, retirees... What does the future hold for some retirees, particularly these days? Now, uh, our government only uh, late last year and earlier this year allowed people to withdraw money out of their superannuation, which means people aren't going to have as much money when they come to retire. So when people retire, they don't necessarily want to stop and do nothing. They sometimes they want something because they want community. They want to be able to connect with people. So it could be that they might have lost a little bit of their spark and their dreams are still, you know, out there, but they they want something else. So although, you know, with multi-level marketing, you might be talking about uh money, earning more money, that might not be the driver for them. The driver might be that there's some community there, that there's some connections there as well. And don't forget that they've got time to invest in what they're doing. So that is another little niche. So think about where do retirees hang out? They hang out at uh, golf clubs. They hang out at bowling clubs. They hang out at the library. So all of these things are where you can go and pursue your target market. Same with stay-at-home mums. You know, where do they hang out? Community centres, quite often they're there. They're also um, hanging out where, you know, they pop the kids in for daycare, things like that. 
So there's some little niches. There's some little hidden markets that you may not have thought about. Now, I've talked about multi-level marketing in this section, but it may actually, these may have triggered some ideas for you. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in a moment with our next step on being able to stay ahead of the competition. Hey, not so fast. We love to stay connected and we hope you will too. Head over to the Connect Her website, connecther.com.au. There you'll find all of our links to lead an event, attend an event, join our club or listen to the podcast. Don't forget to check out the directory. And if you want to connect with us on the socials, all the links are there, including our Facebook page, the marketplace, as well as our private group. And you can check us out on Instagram. So all those links are all available at connecther.com.au. We hope you'll stay connected. <music> 